Welcome to the Sugar Switch Podcast, featuring Kathy Orman, health coach and author of The Sugar Switch. This is the number one short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast all about sugar and your health. You'll discover how to kick the sugar, eliminate cravings for good, completely reverse pre-diabetes, increase your energy, and lose weight, look good, and feel great. As well, you'll be empowered to reduce your risk for serious health issues. And now, here's your host, Kathy Orman. Hello and welcome. This is part three of the EMF Energy Series. In this episode, I've got more information to share with you about electromagnetic fields and their effects. The more research I do on EMFs, the more I realize how little we've been told about this invisible energy and its effects. This series of episodes has been somewhat delayed for a couple of reasons. First, as I was digging deep into research about the new 5G network, I kept coming across more and more information that was new to me about EMFs pertaining to existing networks up to 4G. This is information that I feel everyone needs to know. And as I continue to do research about the 5G network, I'm finding there's no shortage of things to learn about EMFs in general. It's a huge subject, and I'm merely scratching the surface. The second reason for the delay in this series is that I had a personal issue involving my eyes, which had to be dealt with unexpectedly and quickly. This has slowed me down considerably. I'm happy to say that all is well. My eyes are healing and I'm learning to adjust my pace when researching and podcasting. Thank you for joining me on this episode and being patient about the delay in this particular series. I truly appreciate you, my friend. Here's what this episode's all about. Natural EMFs versus man-made EMFs. Information you might not know. EMF effects on adults versus children. I'll tell you about pulsed microwave radiation and specific absorption rate, known as SAR. Then we'll look at regulations, safety, and human health. Let's get started with natural EMFs versus man-made EMFs. There's a very big difference between natural EMFs and man-made EMFs. We don't often think about the naturally occurring electromagnetic fields, or EMFs, that are around us and in our bodies. They're a necessary part of our health and well-being. The natural EMFs are our body's own natural electric and magnetic fields that have to do with nerves, nerve impulses, and the activity of our muscles. In other words, we ourselves are bioelectric beings. Secondly, the Earth itself and the atmosphere both have natural EMF fields. Exposure to these natural EMFs is not harmful to human health. In fact, they're essential to health. The EMFs which have been discussed in the last two episodes, and will be discussed more here, are from man-made sources. They are electric voltages and electric currents produced from power systems. These types of EMFs contribute to invisible pollution that is harmful to human health. There are many sources, TVs, microwave ovens, Wi-Fi, computers, cordless phones, baby monitors, a wide range in size of appliances, cell phones, cell phone towers, and electric meters in people's homes. Let's talk about information you might not know. Here is some other EMF information you might not know. 
the effect on honeybees. Honeybees are necessary for our entire food supply. Independent scientific research has shown that cell phone radiation can have a negative impact on honeybees, which poses a severe threat to our entire food supply. Cell phones are programmed so that they are not on maximum power when they ring. They go to maximum power when you pick it up, have connection, and say hello. From that point, the power continuously goes up and down in your car. When you have a cell phone on your body and you drive around in a car, your cell phone signal will go from one tower to another looking for connection as the car moves around. Your cell phone goes to maximum power every time the signal moves from one tower to the next. Tablets Tablets were designed to be used on tables. They were tested at 20 centimeter distance, not on laps of adults and children. Sleep and mood. EMF energy can have other impacts on good sleep, including depleting the body's melatonin levels. Melatonin is a hormone produced by the body to trigger mood stability and healthy sleep. Research has shown that when cell phones are placed near people's bed while they're sleeping, it can cause poor REM sleep. This can affect memory and learning. Let's talk about EMF effects on adults versus children. The effects of cell phone radiation can be seen using thermographic images. The amount of cell phone radiation exposure could be exactly the same for an adult and a child, but the effects of that radiation won't be the same. The effect depends upon the size of the child versus the size of the adult. It has been found that a smaller head will absorb proportionately more radiation. Children have smaller heads and their bone density is less than adults. Scientists and independent researchers have shown, using thermographic images, that children absorb about 10 times more radiation than adults. Cell phone radiation goes into the frontal and temporal lobes of the brain, the eye, the nose, and the brain stem. It can affect the hippocampus of the brain, which is critically important for learning and intelligence, memory, and balance. Tablets and cell phones are two-way microwave radiating devices. Children absorb a tremendous amount of radiation from these devices. If you need to give a cell phone or a tablet to a child to use, put it on airplane mode so it is not sending and receiving EMF signals. This will help protect the child from EMF radiation. Let's talk about pulsed microwave radiation. Most of the devices that emit EMF radiation all use the same microwave frequency, including microwave ovens, cordless phones, cell phones, baby monitors, Wi-Fi routers, televisions, computers, tablet computers, etc. There are two differences among these devices. The first thing is that they differ in power. The second thing is that cell phones, mobile phones, and Wi-Fi all use pulsed microwave radiation. Power of the microwave signal is important, yet it is not the most important aspect. Pulse of the microwave signal is the most important factor when it comes to the biological effects. The impact of any form of radiation depends on the nature of the waves. There are three factors of a microwave energy signal that can have a biological effect. Number one, frequency, the rate at which the waves occur. Number two, amplitude, the maximum extent of a vibration. And number three, pulse, referring to vibration or short bursts of vibration. Pulsed radiation from mobile or cell phones and Wi-Fi is erratic and irregular. 
when pulsed radiation is applied for dozens of hours every week or thousands of hours every month, it has a damaging cumulative effect over a lifetime. It is important to note that continuous wave signals not pulsed have good therapeutic effect and are used in modern medicine. Let's talk about Specific Absorption Rate, or SAR. Specific Absorption Rate, or SAR, is a measure of the rate of radiofrequency, RF, absorption by the body from an electromagnetic device. Using SAR measurement is a straightforward way to measure radiofrequency exposure of devices like cell phones to ensure they are within safe guidelines. The SAR level varies with each brand and model of cell phone. Besides the phone's SAR level, the other issue is that a person's exposure increases when they're constantly using their cell phone. This is why it's best for people to limit their cell phone use. There is controversy about SAR levels and accurate SAR testing by cell phone manufacturers. In the USA, it is mandated that a cell phone cannot be sold if it exceeds the SAR threshold of 1.6 watts per kilogram. However, French researchers have found that the way the SAR level is tested is inaccurate. They found that when the inaccuracy is corrected, 90% of the phones fail SAR safety standards. The amount of exposure a person receives from a cell phone can be seen by thermographic imaging. Let's talk about regulations, safety, and human health. The standards for cell phone radiation were first set up in 1996, which means those standards are outdated. That's 25 years ago. So much has happened in the world of technology in those 25 years. Current EMF standards from 1996 are based on heating effects instead of biological effects. They are based on the false idea that the only way EMF can cause harm is through heat production. We now know through recent independent scientific research and medical research that EMFs cause harm in many ways, not only through heat generation. The wireless telecommunications industry and the cell phone industry have not spent money or time on scientifically researching and testing the biological impacts of EMFM radiation, including the new 5G technology. It looks like there are no true safety studies that have been used to determine safe limits of EMF radiation, including 5G. So it seems there are almost no regulatory limits placed on the wireless telecommunications and cell phone industries. In 2011, the WHO, World Health Organization, reviewed cell phone radiation and decided that it is a possible carcinogen cancer-causing. They looked at all the evidence available in 2011, recommended doing more research, and recommended taking practical and realistic measures to reduce exposure. The research they recommended was never conducted and the WHO itself is no longer doing studies on this. In 2013, Environmental Health Trust published an article saying they think mobile phone radiation is probably a human carcinogen. For many countries around the world, the USA and Canada included, the upper, meaning danger limit for radiation emissions may have been set too high by governing bodies. This means that the level of radiation that we are experiencing and will be exposed to with the 5G network could be very damaging to human health and the environment. 
Proper scientific health testing simply has not been done. Therefore, proper safety measures have not been put into place. On the positive side regarding EMF exposure to children, some countries have recognized there could be non-thermal negative effects from wireless radiation. These countries have taken steps to deal with the dangers of cell phones and Wi-Fi in schools. France, Belgium, Italy, Israel, Spain and Australia have all taken action to reduce or remove Wi-Fi or cell phone use in schools. One example is France where a law was passed in 2015 banning Wi-Fi from all schools with children aged 3 to 15. In Israel, all new cell phones must have a warning that says, quote, heavy use of this device or carrying it close to your body can increase the risk of cancer, especially amongst children, end of quote. In 2012, India became the country with some of the toughest EMF and radiation standards. Several countries have set radio frequency, RF, exposure limits from 100 to 10,000 times less than the U.S. Those countries are Switzerland, Austria, Italy, France, Bulgaria, Hungary, Luxembourg, Poland, Israel, Russia, and China. Cumulative health effects of EMF radiation on human health have not been tested. One cell phone call or one-time use of a cellular device may not be harmful, yet the cumulative effect of daily, weekly, and monthly use over many years are starting to show serious negative health issues. One example is brain cancer, which takes a long time to occur. In Japan, after the atomic bomb of 1945, it took 40 years for an increase in brain cancer to show up. Various sources of microwave radiation and cell phone radiation are now being shown as the cause of cancers, infertility, neurological diseases, psychological disorders, and more. Women who have carried their cell phone in their bra have ended up with breast cancer in the exact place where the cell phone was always placed. Men who carry their cell phone in their pants pocket have been shown to have much lower sperm levels. Here's the one minute recap. Here's a recap of the pertinent EMF information that needs to be known. I talked about natural EMFs versus man-made EMFs. I talked about information you might not know about. The effect on honeybees. The programming of cell phones. Cell phone power from a moving vehicle. Tablet computers. Sleep and mood. I talked about EMF effects on adults versus children, pulsed microwave radiation, and specific absorption rate, SAR. Then I talked about regulations, safety, and human health. If you haven't heard the first two episodes in this series, you might want to check them out. TSSP 178, EMF Energy Part 1, Invisible Health Hazard, and TSSP 179, EMF Energy Part 2, Limit Your Exposure. There will be one more episode in this series, which will be about the 5G network, so stay tuned for that one. Here's the bottom line. When it comes to EMF energy and radiation, there's always more to learn. It's such a big topic that seems endless. And even if we don't see it or feel it, EMFs have biological effects on our health and our environment. Proof of this is showing up more and more as time goes on. 
There's no way to avoid any electromagnetic field and EMF radiation because it's literally everywhere. And I'm learning that we absolutely cannot rely on the cell phone industry or the telecommunications industry to have our best interests and our health as their top priority. It simply isn't part of their business bottom line, growth and profit for shareholders of big corporations. We cannot rely on government regulatory agencies because they are heavily influenced by the telecommunications industry. The best each of us can do is learn all we can about EMFs and their effects and take our own steps to protect ourselves and our health as much as possible. I totally encourage you not to take my word for it. Do your own due diligence and dig deep into your own research to gain the knowledge you need to protect your health and well-being. Your health and well-being is the biggest and most important possession you will ever own. Protect it the best way you can. The Sugar Switch Podcast is a very unique, informative, short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast program that tells it like it is to inspire you to gain a new perspective about sugar, nutrition, and many aspects of your health. Every episode is available on thesugarswitchpodcast.com and on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Blueberry, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, Amazon Music, GeoSavin, Ghana, and on Android. The next episode in this series will be all about the 5G network. There could be a short delay before it's released, but don't worry, it's coming. Thank you for joining me on this episode and all other episodes you've listened to. I truly appreciate you and all Sugar Switch podcast listeners. Without you, I wouldn't have a reason to share my experience, research, and valuable information about nutrition, sugar, and pertinent health issues. Until next time, stay well, cultivate gratitude, and live the sweet life without refined foods and sugar. Bye for now. Thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch Podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch Podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.